on this very special episode of Pixel Guide In. It's a craptastic throwdown. The guys review all 37 games from the 4K craptastic competition. Brought to you by Reset64 and a bunch of talented programmers. These are brand new Commodore 64 games. You can download and play today. And we're going to rate and review all of them. So buckle up. Welcome one and all to this so special edition of Pixel Guide In. I'm your host, uh, one of three, Cody Hoffman. This is Eric where you Nelson. Guys, Eric Nelson. <laughs> Who's that other guy over there in the corner of my screen? It's Tim Drew. There's Tim Drew. There, we get an applause. I think we deserve it. <laughs> We've worked hard already. Um, this is a special uh, episode of Pixel Guide In. And tell them why, Eric. What are we doing today? Today, we are covering the Reset 64 Craptastic 2020 Commodore 64 4K competition. That's the longest name I've heard in a long time. I tried to get it all in there. <laughs> well done. <laughs> if you haven't listened to the Pixel Guide before, this is a bi-monthly retro and retro-inspired related podcast where we also talk about beer. Um, we do news, we do uh, system battles, we do six good game features, we each have individual sections we do ourselves, lots of good uh, information and fun to be had. We'd like to start our uh, our show off with um, with beers, so I don't think we need to wait any longer. Um, let's go ahead and crack open a cold one, shall we? Indeed. And because awesome. it's uh, a civilized time for me at the moment, I can actually join you guys in the beer this time. Yay! Well, typically we review a beer. We all enjoy a, uh, a similar beer together, the same beer together. Also, I want to point out the show. Normally we're in person, live, uh, Eric and I. And then, of course, Tim can't quite make it to every episode in person. He has kind of a 12-hour flight if he wants to make that happen. It's um, a long bike ride. <laughs> it's a long bike ride. And probably a two-week quarantine after I land, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm not true. here in the U.S., bro. You can just come right in. <laughs> yep, you can just mingle with the locals. I did want to mention real quick, on the next episode of Pixel Guide In, for those who are listening here, it comes out on the 30th, we are going to be focusing on a battle between a bunch of different Galaga clones. That was that was good fun. So we we had uh, Deluxe Galaga, we had Galaga 88 or 90 on the Turbo Graphics, we had uh, Galencia on the Commodore 64, we had, uh, what was it, Mini Galaga on the Amiga? Tiny Galaga, yep. Tiny Galaga. Um, I'm mini obsessed these days with all the minis that we've got. Um, <laughs> and was there anything else? I can't remember which was there one no, more. I think that was it. Was it okay? So that'll be out on the thirtieth, and of course we uh, catch up and talk about all our re- latest retro finds and projects and and fun. So um, please take a listen to that. We appreciate it. And for now, let's crack open our cold ones. Okay. 
Uh, I've gone this this time with a track down, which is in a uh, I got it in a beer box a couple of days ago. That's right, uh, you got I, one of those subscription uh, boxes now. That's it. Yeah, I went through that with uh, with you guys on on Twitter DMs a little bit. Um, but um, yeah, this is uh, a, a beer from the Netherlands, and it's called Trackdown. It's a juicy pale ale, five point two percent alcohol volume. Juicy, um, and it's lovely and cold. And I'm going to open it up because I've been waiting to drink this for ages. So crack that open, Eric. What are you drinking? I am drinking a. A Martzen Amber Lager from Sudwork Brewery, which is a brewery about, I don't know, 20 miles away, Davis, California. Nice, nice. Yep, and here here it is. Nice golden amber color. Very nice. So both uh, pretty high-class, uh, high-quality beers. Um, yep. No one's here to drink with me, so I uh, am going with an American standard. This is a Bud Light <laughs> all right, now, oh, I'll be honest. I went down to grab some beer, and this is all we have in the fridge. Um, well, it's 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 one step above Grosh, I suppose. <laughs> uh, and it's light, so it's good for my figure. So, to that, excellent, gentlemen. Cheers! Cheers! Cheers to crap games. All right, ah, we've got our we've got our that's good. We've got our liquid going. We're good to go. That is juicy. It's so juicy. Hey, guys, can I jump in and just tell you about how to contact the podcast? Please do that. Show information. I like it. You can contact us at podcast at pixelguiden.com. You can reach us on Twitter at at pixel underscore guiden, or you can reach me at the project, D-U-H project. You can reach Tim at at sanction, S-A-N-X-I-O-N, or you can reach that guy, Cody, at oddball, ODDBA1149. Please review us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, as it's called now. And we encourage you, we beg you to please send us <laughs> feedback, good or bad. Please, please. All right. Well, let's go ahead and dig into the competition. Uh, so, real quick, uh, this co- competition is brought to us by Reset64, the uh, Commodore Gaming Magazine. Um, Hopefully you guys all check that out. Uh, the competition is, as Eric mentioned at the beginning of the episode, a 4K competition. So all these programmers uh, who programmed on the Commodore 64, which for some of our listeners who may not be too familiar with it, is a uh, 8-bit microcomputer from the early 80s. Looks like a keyboard. I honestly learned about what this machine was uh, six years ago, something like that, Eric, when I met you. Yeah, And I had no idea. I'd never seen one before or heard of one. I've heard of it, but I never knew what it was or what it looked like. So I'm only a, I'm a, you know, I'm a virgin. I'm six years in with the Commodore here. Um, but nonetheless, it's a really hopping scene. There's a lot of people making new games for it. And this competi- competition, uh, how long was the window to, to apply for this thing? Does anyone know? It was about two or three months, I think, wasn't it? That They normally allow the development cycle, I think. Okay. And uh, just so people know, 4K is a uh, a very small amount of space to program a game in. Yes, itty bitty little bit of space. Because the uh, the stock C64 has like 38K available to to program yeah. to to load games into. From well, that's that's the basic availability, isn't it? That's basic availability, which you can swap out with a few pokes and peaks. Ooh, poking and peeking, nitty gritty. So you could use almost all the all the memory on it if you programmed a machine code. 
So let's just start there and say all these games are impressive because they fit into 4K, yeah. which is insane. Um, yeah. That's, yeah. That's something we've got to remember. Although, you know, we may not particularly like some of the games. Um, <laughs> the, the, the programming feat alone just to get something running in 4K for me is just like awesome. So that gets my immediate respect no matter what. Absolutely. Yes. Um, so we all, we're all winners here because we got 37 brand new games, which we uh, enjoyed. Uh, I believe we all played every single game here on this list. Um, with the exception of one that just showed up, which I'm not sure where that popped into, but we'll, 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 we'll cover that. Uh, so thanks to Reset64 for all the programmers. Uh, the menu and the code that was made for the, um, I'm sorry, the menu code and the music was made by Richard Bayless. Uh, the Craptastic logos were provided by Simon, oh, I'm not going to say this right, Kornhorst. Um, and I guess Richard Bayless put these actual disc images together every year. So there was a, a 4K competition in 2016, 2018, and now 2020. Um, so these reviews that we're about to go through, we're going to try to do two little minute, two minute quick reviews, uh, cut, touch each game, uh, give it our rating, and... Uh, Tim, do you want to explain the rating system? Because this is kind of UK-centric, but I like it. Yeah, so we're going to go with the uh, the, the 100 percentage rating. So obviously zero is, yeah, not very good. Non-existent, and, uh, no code. 100 is awesome. Um, so probably be anywhere in between that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of a, a Zap 64. So it's a, a nod to the, to the uh, legendary Zap 64 magazine rating. Um, I, I don't know whether we're going to go as far as going sizzlers and gold medals as they used to, but um, yeah, I, I, so we're going to give give it a score out of 100. But it used to be called a zap rating, so we're going to call this a crap rating, right? A In a good way. Rating. Yeah. In a good way. And then I think yeah. if it's a sizzler, it's going to be a chrysler. <laughs> I think if it's a, what's the other one? <laughs> a hot... A hot. Uh, 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 a gold medal it a was. A gold medal? So I, don't, don't, I don't know. What, a crap medal? I don't golden, know. <laughs> a golden throne. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So without further ado, let's jump into some games. And uh, uh, we know uh, a lot of people who made some of these games do listen to the show. So um, hopefully you take this as constructive criticism or high praise. Either way, we love you. We appreciate the games. Uh, but we want to be honest. And uh, that's what we're going to do. So let's dig into some games. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and run these down. Now, I do have a live streaming feed here uh, between Eric and Tim and I, so they can see some of the gameplay. Um, we have played it, but 37 games. We need to refresh our memory. So our very first game here, in alphabetical order, is 1991 USSR Deep Space Probe Janitor. This one was made by... Oh, Gerp. <laughs> Gerp is what I'm going to say. G-O-E-R-P. So yeah, it's did anyone right else now. have problems loading this um, on real hardware to start off with? Absolutely, yeah, I didn't. I didn't because I saw your your messages about have, having a hard time loading it. I didn't have any problem loading it. I did have a hard time playing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did. I did all my gameplay yeah. on real hardware, and this is the only one that did not load for me. Yeah, I, I it took a, a couple a bit of fiddling around with the. Um, uh, Ultimate 64, I uh, I think it was configure memory, and I think I, I literally just ended up turning the action replay off on mine, and that got it to load. Gotcha. So long story short, this game is, uh, well, it's hard for us to, to learn how to play it. We don't really understand how to play it. But long story short, I did some research, 
and it's basically a math problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're basically a janitor who has to take over control of a space probe. And the idea is it's flying at a certain speed, and you're supposed to do some calculations to figure when it's going to take, um, uh, you basically... You take a photo. Yeah, yeah. you want to you program it to take a photo based on the amount of time it takes for your message to go to the satellite to take the picture, plus the speed it's traveling, plus the point at which uh, you're supposed to try to take the photo of the planet, I believe. Um, that's all there is to say about this one. I don't think any of us actually succeed, succeeded in playing it. <laughs> I love it because it's got a Russian feel about it. And, of course, everyone knows that just reversing the R's makes everything look Russian on the screen. It, it really does. It really <laughs> does. <laughs> it's kind of reminded me of an early um, – I played a game on the PET, the Commodore That's, PET, that was kind of like a Jupiter Lander kind of game, but there were no graphics. You just die, you know, change numbers here and there. And that's what it kind of reminded me of. I was horrible at that, and I was horrible at this one. Yeah, when when I first saw it, I thought that this is a pet game for sure. <laughs> Great. So let's quickly go ahead and give that bad boy a rating. Do you guys have your numbers? I'm going to write them all down here and calculate this at the end. So. I do. Uh, go ahead I, and give me your ratings, guys. I gave this a ten out of one hundred. All right, Tim. Wow, that's harsh. <laughs> <laughs> not starting up positivity here. Not wow, though. <laughs> um, uh, you know, uh, like I said earlier, I appreciate that you can get anything in 4K. So I'm going to start out with nothing lower than a 30%. So I'm going to yeah. go in with 30 on that one. All right, I'm kind of with Erica. Well, I'm right in between you guys. I'm going to give it a 25. Uh, I couldn't get it to run. And then when I did run it in an emulator... Um, it looked like there was something there. I just I couldn't wrap my mind around it. So to me, as a game, 25. All right. Um, item number two here is Albert. Albert. Yes, I have next on my list, too. Yep. So Albert was by Derek. And what is Albert, Eric? Albert as- is a Qbert-looking style game. You move your little dude around. You jump on squares to convert their color. Um, if you get hit by these enemies that are bouncing around, then you get tossed off the grid. Uh, there's these little teleporter discs on the sides that when you jump on them, I believe you go back up to the top. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Um, that's the, I think that's about the gameplay, but it looks almost exactly like Qbert. That's, that's again, you know, another thing for me is, uh, although it's a very simple game and basic and all that sort of thing to get this in 4k is just, again, it's just amazing to me. I was blown away by this you know, a 4k yep. version of Qbert. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. It's very much Qbert. He looks just like Qbert. Uh, he doesn't cuss, which is a very Qbert thing. Unfortunately, <laughs> he needs to cuss. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of Qbert, but I did find myself playing this a ton. Um, it's amazing, and it fits in 4K. However, it is yep. also a port, which is not my my huge thing, but my goodness, this gameplay is tight. It works. Um, you can see me playing it right here. Um, you know, the discs take you up. When you go to the top, all the enemies get wiped off. Is that how it is in Qbert? I don't, I don't recall. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I'd be surprised if it wasn't. Oh, I'm dead. Uh, this game's amazing. Yeah. So I'm going to give that a solid 65 out of 100. 65. Okay. Now who's being harsh? I know. I was surprised about that one. Sweet Christmas, that was low. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I gave it an 85 out of 100. I really had a, I had a fun time playing it. 
I gave it a 92. I thought it was amazing. Sweet. Sweet. All right. Uh, next on our list is... What is it, Eric? It's it called a- Avoid by James. Just James. Just James. Good British name. All right. So, Tim, what does this one look like to you? Do you remember Avoid? Yeah. Um, so, it's an isometric style scrolling game, and it's a rhythm game. Um, so you move the ship in time with the with the beat in the background. Um, you've got to get through the little narrow passageways, um, and you literally you you time it to the beat as you go, and that's how you get through um, the passageways. Um, you've also got to uh, jump over the little beams uh, that are halfway through each stage. I think it is. Um, I really enjoyed this one. I don't know about you guys. It's obviously, you know, relatively simplistic, but I like the the style of the graphics, um, and it's quite fast-paced as well. So I, I really enjoyed this one. Shh, don't bother me. I, I'm playing. Yeah, I feel the same way. I um, I thought it looks amazing. I kind of think that the the more monochrome coloring is uh, suits this game. I think it's. Uh, um, the 3D perspective really, it, I mean, it, this is another one of the games that just amazes me that it fits in 4K. Yeah. Um, I, I, I really enjoyed playing this one. Yep. It was good fun. I, I, I played this one more than, more than Albert, the previous one. Um, anything I could add here? There was kind of one kick beat, which was just, <laughs> it added a little bit as you kept playing. Uh, not a whole lot. Very tight controls. You left, right, you jump. There's kind of four roads you can be in, four paths you can be in. Um, I, the one thing I, that bugged me a little bit is as you kept playing, eventually the beat doesn't match the timing of the obstacles. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I had mm-hmm. the hardest time because my mind is like trying to hit beats. And if you do that, you have to get off the beat in order to miss the obstacles. So that part kind of threw me for a loop here, but uh, I'll go ahead and start with a rating. Now, let me point out when we, when I, right before we started playing these, I played the uh, top five winning games from the 2018 competition. And uh, again, those were, those were uh, great entries and people worked hard on them, but those were the top five uh, that I, that I played. And I didn't have a lot of hope for this competition because those were not mind blowing games by any means to my, you know, to me. So when I loaded these up, I started with Albert and then this game, and I was stoked. <laughs> yeah. These first two games, <laughs> right off the bat, I'm like, oh, wow, this is a whole different level of game that we're playing with here this year. So I love this one. It was a lot of fun. Uh, the beat thing kind of drove me nuts, but um, and the music was pretty simple, so I gave it an 84. Good. I gave it, I gave it 80 out of 100. And I am exactly with you, 80 out of 100. An 80, 80, and 84. It's a Bobby Dazzler. Is it? Does that make it a Chrysler? That's not, is that, that's not hot enough for a Chrysler, right? What's a Chrysler? What, is that 90 and above? I'm, I'm, relay, I'm letting Tim answer that. He knows that better than we well, do. What, what, what's, what's the average score? I think it's about 80. Is it 82? We're, we're not doing like calculations that. yet. We're not doing calculations. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, I think it's got to get over 90 for a Chrysler. Oh, is that that's the rule? Okay. I'm, Actually, no. No, actually, I think it was 80. Over 80. um, Was it 80? It was a Chrysler, yeah. And then anything 90 and above, I think, was a a gold medal. A golden toilet. Golden Um, Golden flush. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. All right. So let's hop on to our next game here. And Eric, so you give that an 80. That's the same you gave Albert, right? No, I gave Albert an 85. Oh, 85. Okay. I wrote that wrong. 
What's the next game on our list, gentlemen? Blockheads. The next game is Blockheads by Carlton Handley. Now, Carlton is the one that just came out with Millie and Molly, which has been all the rage lately. Yep. In fact, yep. I just went and bought that because I'm, I I think it's three bucks on itch.io, and I'm like, I need to go ahead and play this thing. Even though it's a puzzle game, it's not my not my jam. I've heard such good things about it. So here's Blockheads. What are we looking at, Eric? Blockheads is a game that... Uh, there is there's another game kind of like this. One thing it's got it's um you're a little cube looking guy, a blockhead, obviously, and your only move that you can do is you can jump, and your goal is to get from one part of the screen to the other part. But in the way are spikes and um, and basically just difficult terrain to get over. And there's a game like this on PC, but I could I could I, while I was playing it, I was like, man, I can't remember what the there's a lot of games game like this. Exactly, mm. like Super Meat Boy was one of them. Yeah, remember that one. This yeah. is what this is what we call a platformer, where it's a platformer, platformer where you yeah. die a whole bunch trying to get through it all. That's right. Um, so, so did you, did you guys get rid of the spikes to start off with? What? Go I didn't on, know you go on. To, yeah, you you basically you want to. Well, if you put it on I easy, ins- I actually read the instructions. Yeah, put it on easy to start off with. You get rid of the spikes and get used to the control method, um, and then start going through some of the levels, and then put the spikes back on once you're sort of like mapped, memory mapped, muscle memory mapped. There's some of the levels. Um, I, did I did not, not do, do that. that. No, so you can't tell right now because I'm playing terribly. Uh, there's some lag because of all this. It, you know, I'm streaming it and everything. Um, I actually found this game too easy. Um, I burnt through these levels, and I went back to try it on easy, and there was no spikes, so it was even easier. And then I put on hard, and that was probably about the right challenge, but I still got through the, all those levels. I think I finished all this in like 20 minutes. Um, it's really tight controls. Uh, I love the, the minimalistic uh, look of the artwork, but it's it just gives you what you need to play the game. And, um, yeah, but I thought the physics was, was tight on the jump. Oh, yeah. It didn't feel too floaty, yeah. didn't feel yeah. too bad. Um, I, 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 like, I only spent about 10 or 15 minutes with all these games. I didn't really play any in depth. So I don't, I don't even think I got off the first level on this. <laughs> I, I can see this one being expanded out. I think he'll probably do this one as a, as a full game. Yep. I wrote that down. I said, uh, High potential, I want a full version with stars. I say with stars, but maybe there's a timer. If you beat it in a certain amount of time, you get three stars. Or you know, There's a lot of things you can do to replay, add replayability. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, very good game. One of my favorites. Uh, Blockhead. I gave it an 80. I gave it an 80 as well. Wow, we are so in sync on this. I gave it 80 as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's all good. I was trying to think of an NSYNC song, and I can't think of one. I was going to sing it for you. All right, moving yeah, on to prob- our next... You'll probably, you'll probably sing a Backstreet Boys song. Yeah, well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do either. All right, what's up next, the, gentlemen? The next game is Bring Back My Bones. Bring Back Comacore. My Bones. Comahore, huh? A Comacore. 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 <laughs> Big difference. We're going to lose our PG rating there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right right off the bat i didn't get this game oh really okay yeah oh well, wow i take Tim, that ba- come on <laughs> i take i take that back uh I, when i first turned on i saw the screen i'm like uh oh i'm gonna have to read the manual so i opened the the file and yeah, i it yeah. explained it and it's pretty straightforward honestly yeah but, and, and 
one thing I took in my notes here was that it's a 3D game that reminds me of early Vic 20 3D games. Um, there were a few, um, I remember typing in games out of magazines for the Vic 20 that were 3D and they reminded me of this one quite a bit. Um, you basically move around, you collect the bones, um, you can fire at enemies. I didn't know that at first, but then I figured that out. Um, and you're just trying to collect all the bones to get off the level. And it is 3D, but it's in these graphics that are kind of like ASCII, uh, kind of just ASCII. style, isn't it? Yeah, Petsky, Petsky style block graphics. So it has a very unique look. It doesn't look bad. It just it has a very unique look to it. Yeah, it's like a dun- it's a dungeon crawler. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly it, what I thought. Yeah. It basically also it um it it it, it it's one of another one of those games that I it's hard to believe it fits in 4K. I always think the 3D games, you know, take up a lot of room, but I could see through you just using maths. Isn't that what you call it, Tim? With an S. With an S. (laughs) Using maths. Several mathematical sums. Yes. Math. Math. Um, (laughs) Math. You can make this happen, but I, I actually enjoyed this game quite a bit. I found a bone. Yeah. So you, you climb through, you walk through here, you uh, go through walls and stuff, and then you collect bones and you can hold a few bones. The thing is when you get back to the cauldron in the center with a bone and throw the bone in, not only does that help you collect bones, but that gives you a little of your health back. So a big part of the game is finding the bones, making your way back to the cauldron in the center, and dropping it in. Not to mention shooting the enemies with whatever you're shooting. Doesn't really explain what... while those enemies are... They're, they're kind of bearing down on you, and they... Uh, yeah, I can't find my way. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Yeah. I actually thought it was really good. I I, <laughs> I actually played this for for a little while. I couldn't find a good rhythm in how to... Uh, kill the enemies quickly enough. You kind of have to shoot at them and back up a little bit while you're shooting. Um, but they respawn quite frequently. It's cool when they attack you. The, sh- the screen shakes a little too. So, what do you guys th- uh, give this one? Go ahead, Tim. Well, I thought uh, to quote Eric, it's a bit nutty. Ooh, ooh, a little uh, nutty. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it just uh, these type of games just do not resonate with me, unfortunately. Um, so I gave it a forty. Ouch! Don't get on Tim's bad side. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, it's fine. If it doesn't resonate, it's kind of like uh, me with ports. If it's a port, you're going to lose points with me. Sorry, Eric. I gave it. I gave it a seventy out of one hundred. The 70 out of 100. And I gave it a 68. Wow, that's specific. 68. Yeah, we got 100 points to play with here, right? I'm not going to pick round (laughs) numbers. What do we got next, gentlemen? The next one is Cover Cover. Fire. Cover Fire. Jammer slash One Man Division slash Protovision. Oh, Protovision, okay. All right, so what is this game? Somebody else described this one. Okay, all I've got here is shoot the opponent on the other side of the screen. Only two player. Could not really get on into it. Seems a solid game. That's. Huh. Uh, I'm that, glad you explained it because I couldn't remember <laughs> what it was. Um, I've said nice graphics, two player only, army music, yeah. drum roll. The other guy must press fire to start. So that's what kind of threw me off in the beginning was you, you got to, the other player has to hit you know, fire to actually yeah. be able to start moving around. Yeah. 
Um, and I didn't have a second player to play with, so I didn't really play this for too long. That probably figured it enter, uh, answered one of my questions. Yeah, you're army men, and you have these like barricades and things you can hide uh, around, um, but you're just shooting straight across the screen, and there's this tank that drives right at the middle repeatedly that you can use as cover fire. But it's kind of like uh, Space Invaders horizontally where you shoot through your own barricade to get your bullets through to the enemy. Now, I think you answered one of my questions, Eric, which is I can sit here and shoot this guy all day long and he won't die. And that's, that's, right. that's probably because he never pressed start. He never right. started. Yep. <laughs> gotcha. The that gra- took me a while to figure out. I, and I never did figure that out. <laughs> uh, I think it's a cool looking game. Um, yeah. My issue is A, when you go to the bottom of the screen, like your gun can't go any further down. So you literally can't mm-hmm. hit somebody down here. And then, um, I don't know, it's just kind of back and forth shooting. I can't. It, you're so big, I can't imagine it being hard to kill the other person. I think it's going to be whoever hits the button the fastest is going to win. Anyways. All right, scores on this one. Go ahead, Tim. Okay. Rip it up. Um, I gave this one more than Bring Back My Bones. Oh, no. I gave it 50. Okay, okay. I gave it a 47. You need to take advantage of some of these in-between numbers, Tim. <laughs> I gave it a 55. There we go. All right, we got to get some ballpark numbers, but a little different. I and figured that- with two players, this would be somewhat amusing, you know? I I, yeah. I I could see it kind of being fun for a few minutes. High praise. Fun for a few minutes. <laughs> fun for a few minutes. Uh, but, but we've got to remember, these are 4K games. They're yeah, freaking, freaking awesome. <laughs> and like my notes said, for 4K, the, the graphics are really good. Uh, I appreciate that it has some music to it. Yeah, even though it's just a basic, you know, drum roll. Um, so it's, it's got a lot going for it. That being um, said, it's a game, and I'm reviewing it as a game, and it's yeah, not, a, right. not not a great game. Yeah. Which brings us on to our next game, which may or may not be a great game. Customs, Customs. by VK4MX. That person, that individual, or team, yeah. I don't even know. I'll press play to start. Uh, this game, I, I quite enjoyed this one. <laughs> well, describe it. I, th- I think it's got a fun uh, concept. Yeah. Okay. So try to stop the infected people somewhat on the nose. This at the moment, isn't it? Try to stop yeah. the infected people get it to get through customs. You are in control of four lanes, each with a scanner. As people depart the boat and come through the scanner, if it's red, turn the door at the bottom to the red to red. Um, if it's green, do the same. So turn the door to green. Basic and fun little game. There- those those guys look suspiciously American. <laughs> <laughs> turn the doors all to red. Exactly. <laughs> so on the side, it says, welcome, welcome to customs duty. And it's hilarious because a cruise ship literally comes across the top of the boat and unloads people back into uh, apparently America because those are Americans. Um, and there's these four chutes that are going down. And like Tim said, you change the gate depending if they're if they let's be honest if they have COVID or not. Um, and no, and no one's wearing a mask. Typical America. <laughs> well, the de- there's not a lot of detail there to put a mask on, but you know, um, this game, I, it, I love the concept of it. I think it could be great. It felt kind of like a game and watch game to me. Yeah, which is a good thing. I like game and watch games. It's just way too slow. I think I played this until like level twelve, and it never got very much faster. And it took like twenty minutes, and I eventually shut it off just because I'm like, it needs to get to the point where there's a challenge. There was no challenge. It was just so 
They walked so slow. I thought some of them actually start coming in quite quickly, but hmm, okay. I mean, I'm watching the speed right here. I mean, eh, eh, eh. I don't you know. Just turn your emulation speed up. There you go. <laughs> well, I, I couldn't do that. I'm trying to do a, a true crit- critique here of the game. So, anyways, love the concept. I think it had potential. Yep. It just needed to be faster. I gave it a 55. Wow. I gave it exactly the same, 55. Wow, I gave it a 68. Hmm. Ooh, Eric enjoyed this. Yeah, I did. I'd had fun with it. I, I had fun with it. Yeah. I was just hoping it would sped up, and it didn't. <clears throat> yeah. All right, moving on. Cool. All right, so the next one is Dodo Nuts <laughs> by Design Slash Chaos. Now, the question is, is this a cross between a dodo and donuts? Or are we talking about something more specific to the dodo? And we'll leave it at that. Uh, game is loading now. You guys remember this game? I thought it was I very, it's a very pretty game. I was I excited. I write anything down on this one. Really? Hmm. Okay. What? How dare you? So here's level one here, but... Um, when it first turned on, I was all excited because it's kind of a single-screen platformer, which are kind of my jam. And you kind of jump and have to, like, flutter. Oh, uh, yeah. I remember this one. <laughs> yeah. And you get just constantly hounded by this duck that just comes straight at you. Maybe that's why I didn't write anything on it. <laughs> why? Because if you don't have anything good to say, you don't say anything at all? That's what my mom taught me. That's what my mom taught me, yeah. <laughs> so when I f- played the first level, I was like, oh, I'm stoked. This is this is fun. Um yeah. You kind of have to, once you learn how to do that flutter thing. Um, but then I just kept playing, and it was the same thing over and over and over again, pretty much. Level design couldn't change too much, and the duck just became very, I guess, annoying because it just comes straight at you. So could this be the one that you've always wanted, which was, what was it, Duck, Duck, Go, or something like that, wasn't it? Oh, uh, what was that? Yeah, Duck, 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 <laughs> Boom. No, it needs to be a shotgun. <laughs> Oh, look, he, went, he can't even kill me. Oh, there he goes. There he goes. He killed me. There he goes. Um, I said he looks, the dodo kind of looks like Yoshi. I think the graphics are actually pretty good. I like the, the designs. Um, mm. But, yeah, it just kind of got too samey-samey, too quick. Yep. Eric? I agree. I gave it a 65. Will, you gave it a 65. I gave it a 70. <clears throat> okay, writing that down. Uh, and then I'll I... go with a score off off the hoof of 65. Okay. So I'm going to put you in your place. You thought this was better than Bring Back My Bones by 25 points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you thought this was better than Cover Fire <laughs> by 15 <laughs> points. You thought this was better... No, okay, I'll stop now. <laughs> All Ma- right. Mainly for the... I like the graphics and the presentation on that one. Yeah, it does, it does look good. Yeah. All right. The next game is another one by James called Dots. Now, what's the other one James did? James, James uh, did Avoid. Avoid. Oh, Avoid. Yeah, that's right. The, the, yes. Okay. Uh, this game was pretty cool. This is actually it has a lot in common with uh, Blockhead. It's a platformer. As it's loading. Here it is. So I got on this one... Uh, Run and jump around different levels, neat use of 64 character set graphics, and old-style basic spot effects. Addictive and quick action. 
And I thought it had interesting control physics. You grab the dots and open the portals. Um, when you jump a specific way, you can dash like through the air, like flight. Um, I'm doing it right now. It has okay sound. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, the, it's very, very rem- reminiscent of like really early 64 stuff. And I like, I like the, uh, obviously you guys can't see it on the screen who, who are listening at the moment. Um, but there's um, the, the little platform on the level, the way the, um, the sort of like, as you run across it, it disappears and then grows straight back again. I quite like that. Which yeah. is, and it's cool because it uses Petsky graphics ah! again. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's uh Nothing fancy, but it does the job, and the way they do it, it looks very smooth. Exactly. Man, the lag is so hard to control with <laughs> the way this is set up. Um, You're still doing way better than I did on it, Cody. Oh, so. really? <laughs> I loved this game. I loved it. Um, I played, I think, until level 25, um, at which point it starts... At that point, it finally starts to reload. So it, it uses like the same like seven or eight level designs, but they keep adding something more difficult every time. And by level 25, you basically have a little minion behind you that copies your moves, but does everything you just did, but like one second later so that you kind of have, you can't retrace your steps. Otherwise you'll hit it and you'll die. Um, and it becomes very stressful and frantic, but, uh, the gameplay on this is just phenomenal. Um, the way it looks is, you know, good enough and the yeah. sound is okay, but the gameplay itself is what it's important to me. And, and it's, it's great. It's absolutely great. Good little game. Uh, dots. I gave this an 88. I gave it an 85. I gave it a 72. Five. Cool. And we move on. I wish we had more time to talk about some of these, because like this and I could talk about for five minutes, but I'm trying to be a good boy, but good host. What do we got next? Who wants to pronounce this one? I'll do it. Um, the next one is you was air by design. <laughs> so I say it. Chaos. It's it's you was ear. You, you was, was ear. ear. Got it. Ear. You got got to have that West Country ear. Ear. <laughs> and the you, you was of course. Ear. You was the E W E because of uh, of course you are you are a you aren't you? You was your. Aren't you a you in this game? It, yes, you are. There we yes, go. Get it? Yes, you are. Yes, yes, I <laughs> is. All right, here Good I am. Inch. I'm playing. So this seemed to me a little bit kind of uh, maybe a very tiny nod to Jeff Minter games. Uh, Did any uh, of you guys pick that up a bit? I thought it was yes. a big nod. I felt like yeah. it was a very yeah yeah. yeah. Um, of course, Jeff Minter of like Llamasoft, who likes to put animal farm animals shooting aliens and laser beams together. And it definitely has that vibe to me because it's um, it's it's a, a type of gameplay that no one else has made, <laughs> yeah. and and that's what Jeff Mintner does. He's like, let's, what if you just shove this and make it do this, and I make it, I don't care if it makes sense or not. Let's just play this. So, essentially, you're a sheep, and it's uh, there's you're on flat ground with rocks, almost like Moon Patrol like levels. There's rocks and there's holes in the ground, kind of Moon Patrol, but kind of like Defender because you can go left and right and shoot things. But it's interesting because if you stand still, your health comes back, and as you shoot, your health goes away. So you can, and then of course there's enemies like Space Invader style enemies floating around, and you're kind of jumping and shooting laser beams at them. So you kind of have to like manage between how much you shoot and chase them down, and how much they uh, hit you. 
Um, and at, there, there's points, too, where if you use all your energy up, you shoot too much, you die. So there's actually a point where, or if you're, I'm sorry, if your energy stays full too long, you'll die. That's um, right. So you got to keep it in the middle. You can't go too low. You can't go too high. You have to keep it somewhere in the middle. Yeah. It's a good balancing act, isn't it? So there'll be a point where I'm sitting here in the middle of the screen shooting things and not hitting anything. My, my health is getting too high. You literally go run into an enemy to help your like balance your chi. Really interesting game. I like how it's, it's very unique. The, the creatures are a mixture between, um, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll call them shrimp. There's shrimp that attack you. There's like balloon things. There's squares. There's uh, like flying saucers. Really interesting. Any other thoughts? Nope. I mean, nope. I, I I enjoyed this game. I played yeah. it quite a bit. Yeah, me too. I enjoyed this one. So not mind blowing, but good and nope. solid. Yeah. I gave it an eighty-two. I gave Good. it an eighty. And I gave it an eighty-seven. That. See, I like I like when we're some patico. Yes, me too. All right, next game. The next game is called Fall by Mega Style. And what do you do in this game, Eric? Do you? My um, notes say you you have two heroes. You slide down one shoot, and both must avoid the blades. So, um, it's hectic. It's got good music. Challenging at later levels. Um. So if I remember right, I know you're about ready to press play here, but you're, you control two guys going down two different shoots and you basically have to hit either Z or I think it's N, isn't it? M, which I just had to read to to remember that it does not use the controller. (laughs) So you have to keep track of both tubes and both guys sliding down two different tubes. It's very challenging. It, it, It basically the way I felt like I had to rewire my brain to, kind of pay attention to both shoots. Um, once you get used to it, it's it's quite a fun little game. Um, that's pretty much the way it goes. You, you fall yep. down a tube, hence yep. fall. Oop, and there's my death. I, I really enjoyed this game. I thought it was absolutely brilliant little game. Um, once you, like, like Eric said, you kind of like got to zone into the game to kind of like uh, concentrate you split your vision almost in between the in between the two tunnels going down um and avoiding the uh the 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 spinning discs um but yeah i i really enjoyed this one i thought the graphics and the sound and it just just all seemed to just work and and again i i it's amazing they got this into 4k just just incredible brilliant yeah. little game great music no sound effects yeah. um when you die you can see the gear sits there and spits your blood around that's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, this is one of many uh, games by these guys and that all... It seemed like they tried to refine this concept, which is like a one-button game, but two one-button games happening at the same time. So I enjoyed this one, and then as we kept playing through these games, it will, we I kind of kind of lost my love for them as we went, <laughs> unfortunately. But I get it, because they probably... Yeah, it's almost like they had a great idea for a game and just kept refining it. And they're like, "Why don't we just release all of them and put them all in there?" And I pr- applaud them for that. That's that's great. But um, I gave it a seventy-four. I gave it an eighty-five. I gave this one a ninety. Wow, I really enjoyed this. All right. Well, speaking of uh, this style of game, Eric, what do we have next? We have Fight by Mega Style. 
And what do you do in this game? In this game, you use F1 and F3 to um, fire, I guess. But to fight? Really, isn't this one swinging a sword? <laughs> yes. I can't um, yeah. yeah. I think so. Um, two swordsmen, one on top, one on the bottom. You must hit uh, the buttons, the F1 or F3, to swing sword at the right time when something comes. And there is a little bit. The challenging part I had in this game was that there is a little lag time to swing yes. the sword swing. So you have to time it right. So that's one other thing to pay attention to while you're playing this. Um, but otherwise, it's pretty much the same as the last game, except it is horizontal, vertical instead, or horizontal instead of vertical. Yep. Yeah, ninjas are throwing yeah. ninja stars at you. You got to hack them away. <laughs> I I just found this one really frustrating because of that lag. I just couldn't get on with it at all. Um, they're just just frustrated the heck out of me <laughs> sorry yep no I, I was in the same boat i wanted to like this one just as much as the yeah. last one uh but i had the same gripe the only thing i thought was cool about this one is because it's horizontal you have a top and bottom screen and the fact that they chose to use buttons f1 and f3 it just kind of made spatial sense to have because those are stacked on top of each other on the side of the keyboard so i love that that's right yeah um, nonetheless i gave it a 62 i gave it an 82 Okay. Wow. That lag okay. killed it for me. It dropped at 20 points. Yeah, I, I, I didn't like this one at all. Sorry, guys. I gave it a 40. Woo! Way down See, I thought, the, I thought the lag was kind of part of the game. I didn't think it was a, a fault in the programming like lag really is. I thought the swing of the sword was part of the game. So. We should clarify that. Yeah, it's not lag. When you hit the button, the yeah. action starts. Yeah. The action just takes a half a second, so you kind of have to yeah. time it. Um, which I, I guess guess if you think me. on those lines, maybe he's just got a very heavy sword. That's and most swords, I imagine, were pretty heavy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you did, I guess you weren't really expecting, um, you know, uh, a- accurate physics to those levels in a 4K game. Sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Next um, game is Flappy Space by Mega Style. So we got three Mega Styles in a row here. Yep. Go Mega Style. Now, this is a game is based on a Pico 8 game by a Serendipity, um, probably also called Flappy Space, I guess, but it's a take... This one's by Jamie Fuller. A take... Oh, okay. Isn't he, is he part of Mega Style? Yeah. That would make sense. See? Yeah. Um, this game is a take on Flappy Bird, which everyone knows is a one button, another one-button game. Uh, essentially, instead of being a bird flapping between different holes between pipes... You have this wide-open, uh, Gradius-looking, side-scrolling shooter-ish, and your plane is bouncing, your spaceship is bouncing, but when you hit the button, not only do you jump, but you shoot. You can see how bad the lag is right now, because I can't even play this right now. Um, but it is a very tight game when you're playing on actual hardware or without streaming it. So uh, Graphics are nice. They're simple. There's not a whole lot going on. Um, I like that they give you warning of where the ship's going to come out, the little yes. exclamation point bubble on the yeah. side. I think that's pretty handy. Um, I thought this was a very cool concept. I, th- I actually really enjoyed this one. I like, I don't, I don't care for Flappy Bird. I could play this one much more than I could play the original Flappy Bird style game. Yeah. yeah. Same as me. Do you want Flappy me to go first? Space. Yes. Go ahead. So I'm going to, I'm going to give that one a solid 77. Hmm. There you go. I like the okay. in-betweens. I give it a 79. All right. I gave it a 90. Wow. I yeah. liked it. I really enjoyed this one. I played it for quite a while. Good, good. Wow, we have some outliers. Interesting. Um, I did mention on here 
uh, had a long, a great long song. It's like a a cool poppy '80s kind of tune. I guess it's by Magnar, somebody who goes by Mag. Is it Magnar? Magnar, yeah, I think it was. Yep. Um, perfect feel, hit detection, enemy spacing. But for me, the biggest, the best part of this whole game was the music, and I nominate this for the best song of the craptastic conference on the competition. It, it felt yeah, like I a, think I do too. It felt like a full length pop song. Um, I thought it was great. All right, moving on. Where are we? Where are we going now? What, what should I open? I think it's Hose it out. Hose it out. Puzzle game. By Ozzy Phantom. Ozzy Phantom. Ozzy Phantom. Well, whoever that person is, I want to thank them for this game. Ozzy Phantom, yeah. Which is still loading. I, no one else is jumping on it, so I'll jump on it. Please. Uh, it's a slide puzzle, basically, but it's not mm-hmm. just a slide puzzle, like make the picture and you're done. You have to slide things around to achieve... A, achieve different um goals and essentially there's uh puzzle pieces that are on fire that you can't move so you got to move little pieces of tube around in order to uh and then you open a hydrant and then hydrant sprays water and it goes the direction of whatever tubes you have it's kind of like um what's that game pipe uh pipe dreams pipe mania yeah. isn't it yeah pipe mania, pipe mania or pipe, yeah. yeah uh mixed with a puzzle game uh, uh slide sliding puzzle game and very pastel. Kind of got shades of um, Super Pipeline in there as well, isn't there? Do you remember that one, Eric? I don't know Super that Pipeline. One. Yep. I do. I do Pipe remember that one. Set. Yeah. Yep. Uh, kind of pastel-y graphics. Um, and I... It's um, using the Petsky character set again, which is nice. So it's uh, nice and simple to to code. So no no complicated sprites or anything like that. So keeping it keeping it real in 4K. And what I liked about this one is there are multiple ways to complete the puzzle. You're not like you don't have to do it in twelve steps. You can spend all the time you want on it, but of course you can try to go back and, and do it in less steps. So I had a blast trying to figure these things out. Um, I played this for way too long. I got really caught up in it. Um, graphics are decent, not amazing, but I thought it was a great concept and I had a blast. I gave it an eighty-two. Tim? Yeah, I, I I enjoyed it as well. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you on that. I gave it slightly higher, 85. Five. Well, I'm going to be the bummer here because this isn't my cup of tea. I don't enjoy puzzle <laughs> games. Uh, as you guys know, I gave it a 65. 65. It's not bad for when it's not your jam, unlike me with, um, what was that one? Uh, um, <laughs> bring back my bones where I hosed it at 40. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> hosed it? It happened. Pun intended. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Our next game next here. Next one is Jumpin' Jalopies. Jumpin' Jalopies? Jumpin' Jalopies, guys. And that is... Uh, now, there is one before that called Jump 4K, but I don't have that on my list. Oh, interesting. I had that one next, actually, Jump. Off All right, well, let's do that one first. Let's do Jump well, 4K. I got, I got Jumpin' Jalopies up. Okay, let's do Jumpin' Jalopies. We'll go back there. It's not on this... Yep. Uh, yeah, interesting. Okay. Jumpin' Jalopies by Megastyle. Um, I l- l- love this game. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I, I think this might have been the one I spent the most time on playing because yeah. I just couldn't stop playing it. Imagine like a large ladder like with multiple platforms, um, almost like floors on a building. And you have a little car that goes that can go left and right, so you can control left and right. But your car jumps 
um, up to the next level. It can't go down. It can only go up. But the cars, there are, there's always one car on each level, and they're all going at different speeds. So you basically are just trying to climb the floors of the building without colliding into another car. Um, it, it, it doesn't sound like much, but it is, it has great music. Um, it's, it, I, I, I know I had a blast with this one and then it, it keeps your last high score so that you can keep trying to get better and better. Yeah. It's, it's one of those, how high can you try games? So this one yep. was done by Chris Stanley. So big shout out to him. Really enjoyed this game. Um, yeah, not much more to add to the description from what Eric said, but, um, yeah, great little music, great graphics, um, nice, fast gameplay. It's quite fair on the collision as well. Um, and, uh, nice, nice timing and reaction. The physics is good on the jump. So yeah, uh, high, high praise for this game. High praise. So I'm going to be honest. I have to be honest with you guys. Um, I'm going to read my review real quick with you guys, and you'll just hold your, hold your comments. Jumping <laughs> Jalopies, one-button game. Car jumps and climbs ladder. Each rung has one car running at different speed. All luck. Colorful looks great. Fits the style. Frustrating. Uh, and I gave it a low score. Now, you'll notice there, I thought it was a one-button game this whole time. You just told me during your description that you can press left and right. I just right. We were, It was mega style, and we were playing a ton of one-button games. So I was like trying to play this one button, and I'm like, dude, I can get up to like 20, but then it gets to a point where there's nowhere my car can go, and now you just told me I can turn my car around. Yeah, I feel, but like, did, I feel you, like an did idiot. You not read the, did you not read the response back from Chris on, on Twitter when we when you uh, someone tweeted out about it? I can't remember. It. I think it might have been Eric. And he says, it, it's not a one-button game. Oh, so I'm not the only so person that thought that. that. No, no, that, he, he was responding to us. Because I think so, someone put one of one of us put it was a one button game. Might That's have probably me because I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. No, and Chris replied back. No, it's not a one button game, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, I am now playing it correctly. Um, I will revise my score. What did you guys give it? I oh, gave it a ninety. I loved it. I, I like I said, I thought it was one of the best games in this group. So I gave it ninety. Uh, I'm going slightly higher with ninety two. Goodness. All right. Well, I I added a full twelve points to my 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 score, and it's a seventy two now. I don't love it. I'm sorry, not my style of, of game, <laughs> but it's cool. infinitely more playable than I thought it was. So that's yeah. that's definitely something. Oh, uh, now I feel bad. I brought this one down. Okay. Well, that's all right. You guys did it yeah. once each. That's 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 <laughs> an opinion. That's that's what it's all about. Isn't it? exactly. well, let's do jump next. We're gonna do jump four K next. Um, that's this one's by Mega Style. There we go. And I have notes on this. I just I had it out of order on my list. Yeah, no worries. Uh, jump is an endless runner with up to four screens going at once horizontally. And it's basically it's very similar to some of the other um, games we've already played. It's basically four one-button games in one. Uh, you're a running man. You simply jump over rocks and uh, by pressing one of the buttons. Uh, simple graphics, good electronica song, Fast and Furious. Um, and it also uses the F1 through F7 keys. So F1, F3, F5, and F7. So that you can, uh, depending if you're playing on normal, it's two screens. Hard is three screens. And expert is all four screens going at once. Opinions. So I wonder if this is, I wonder if this is going to split the room hypothetically. I think game. it will. Yeah. So what do you guys think? <laughs> Talk. Talk amongst yourselves. 
I thought in terms of the the technical side of things, the presentation, the animation and the the the, the sort of like the the fancy bits, it's very nice. Um, but I just found it frustrating <laughs> to, to, trying to, to give those tr- uh, at two at a time, three at a time, and then four at a time. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very nice presentation. Um, if you've got the time to sit down and really concentrate and I'm sure you'll probably quite get quite into it, but, um, for me, yeah, uh, not, not not the not the best one of the mega style bunch in terms of a playability for me i'm afraid eric yeah i think i i think i um i mean i i did enjoy playing it but as much enjoyment as you can pull out of a endless runner um over and over again because there's a lot of them in this competition um I don't really have too much to add the animations are very smooth i thought that the graphics were pretty well done for a 4k game uh, for me, this was my favorite em- Endless Runner on the list. Okay. I thought I particularly liked it on hard mode with three, because you can three fingers are very doable. Four is a little too much, because you can't put all four fingers easily on there. But I thought this was the most fun to play. I don't want to say by far, but this was the most fun to play. I thought it was a really cool concept having that many at once, and I loved it. 82 for me. I gave it a 70. I gave it a 60. Woo! Man, split room, like you said. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Coming up next on Pixel Guide In. The next game is Kugel Blitz by Haplo. Kugel Blitz. That's my German accent. Sorry. Are we doing more <laughs> accents? Is that part of the show now? Is that official? <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's opening. What do we think about this bad boy? Somebody else describe it. Okay. My notes are this. Control the ball on a platform moving up. Roll the ball on the platform before it hits the top or the sides. Collect power-ups to speed up or get extra time. All right. That explains it. The ball, <laughs> ball does have momentum, so if you're going faster as you roll on the platform, you can go further as you jump to the next platform. Um, it's the only thing I really have to add. Um, I could not figure out how to get this one to play. I mean, I got it really? run. I got it running. I just yeah. You, it, there's a lot of um, luck more than judgment sometimes in this one. I think. <laughs> well, no, no. I take it back. So right, right now, I'm playing it on emulation over this thing, and it's working. Yeah. When I played yeah. this on my real C64, I would, when I rolled off one of these, there was no way to get to the next platform. There was no way. Hmm. Uh, like that I th- one right I, there. That I think it's down to the position of the platforms as they come in on the screen. Um, like that one, I can make. And, yeah, but yeah, I, so I play like five they're times right or... across the other side, and it, it it's really difficult to make uh, make the jumps. And then the power ups come in like in silly positions and all that sort of thing. Uh, you know, I, I I guess there's there's a, a lot of challenge in this game. Like, I couldn't make that jump. There's no way to make yeah. the jump unless I miss something. Exactly, something. yeah. Okay. There's momentum, though. I mean, you if you went from the other side of the platform and you gained speed, you might have been able to make it, or you can just wait till you get closer to the top and then see if another platform pops up that you can jump onto. That's the key. Yeah. What, what I do like about it, it's got that clicky... Um, it's a Game & Watch-style game again. It's black and white, mm-hmm. uh, like an LCD and the platforms just kind of click up instantly. So it definitely has that Game & Watch vibe, which I think is cool. Uh, I, gave this one, I gave this one a 75. Oh, 
Okay. I, I actually had fun playing this one. Tim, where, where did you end up on this? I ended up on a 60. And I found it unplayable 37. Uh, I wanted wow. I wanted it to be playable, but I think it just regarded too, too much luck. Not enough, you know, there's parts where you just literally couldn't go any further because mm-hmm. it just wasn't designed well in that aspect. I want to see this one redone correctly, though, because it does look like fun. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think it's just the control method on the game, isn't it? I just think that's as intended. Bit like the uh, the sword on the on whatever it was. Um, can't remember the name of the game now. Um, you know, unless you kind of like get that control mechanic and that sort of thing, you find it a bit frustrating. Yep. All right. The Spe- next game. Speaking is of Kung controls. Poo. Yep. Kung Pu Fighter by Mega Style. Kung Pu Fighter. We all know who wrote this one. Yes, we, we do. do. Roisterini. Good old buddy. Now, I will, before we go any further, I will say that Roy put something out there, and he actually put a fix for this game. So, like, apparently, he made this game, uh, had everything to his liking, found uh, something he wanted to change, and the last minute made that change, and then submitted it, only to find out that that change ruined the controls. So, I'm heartbroken for him. <laughs> uh, and, and because of that, the controls on this, I couldn't play it. It was The controls were very, very, very difficult. Well, the version I played, I didn't. I didn't find it too bad, actually. Oh, yeah, I, not me either. Actually, I didn't find it that bad at all. Really? No. no. Yep. Well, there we go again. I did on real hardware, and I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't get the. Uh, anyways, describe the gameplay. So, do you want go me ahead. to go? Yeah. So, top-notch game by Royal Field, Roy Fielding. You control Kung Pu, who has to defend himself against flying items from the left or to the right. Use your bat to bat them away, much like an expanded version of the IK Plus mini game, so International Karate Plus mini game, where you have to bat the balls, bat away the balls. Great character in the game, and nice little rendition of the kung fu fighting music in the background. Top stuff. Yep, um, I don't have that much different to add. Um, yeah, I'm trying yeah, to play. I'm, I, Am, am, I missing, am I missing the control? Like right now, I'm trying to move things. But he's not doing what I'm telling him to do. It looks and like then, it. And then, no, see, that ended the game, even though I thought I blocked it. Go. Um, I'm, I'm still oh, yeah. oh, yeah, okay. Oh, maybe maybe it's on this version, then, that's on the um, on the... On the compilation disc, but the one that I I played, I you you, got, I, you must have played the fixed version. So if you go on the website on the Craptastic website, they list two. One is the competition version that the judges have to use. That's what I used, and then right below that they had a fixed one where he said, "Sorry, here's the fixed version. I know it's not correct for the competition, but I wanted people to play the real game. So okay. I think I'm playing the real version or the version for the for the uh, competition that he got in on time. And like he said, he ruined the controls. Unfortunately, but. Anyways, it's a bummer. Um, I'm, I'm going to go try the real version now. <laughs> well, this one's going to be skewed because we played different versions of the game. Yep. I, I give this a 75. I gave this 85. And I you know, I think it, it is fitting because we're fo- trying to follow the actual judges' rules here. So I gave it a 40 because it was... Yeah, I feel bad for the guy. But I'm going to go play the real version later. Cool. Ah. Okay. Yeah, I, enjoy, and, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, it noise. looks fun. It looks fun. You got toilet paper from from both sides at you. But um, uh, apparently he also has a Pico Eight version of the game too, which I'm excited to try as well. Yeah. 
Next game is Make Them Jump 2K by Map Slash Plush. Uh, Do you want me to go for this one? Okay. Sure. I put Make Them Jump, another run and jump over blocks. <laughs> <laughs> now, keep in mind, he put this one in the 2K. Come on, Tim. That's only 2K here. Uh, that is I, true. I put uh, red and blue endless runner jumper. Uh, sick man jumps over boxes with S and L. So uh, yeah, very very similar, very similar. There it is. We we finally got it up here. Press places. There we go. S and L. Yeah, there they are. They're jumping over. Now the boxes are of different heights and different thicknesses, which I guess adds some variation to the game. But it's uh, it's an endless runner. Runner. I th- I think it's a shame because by this time I kind of like. I'm run and jumped out. Um, may, maybe I should have had a break of going through some of the games and that sort of thing. So, um, but yeah, I, I just kind of like, uh, yeah, it's another run and jump game. Now um, it is another one button where we have two one button games going on at once. So yeah. again, before this competition, I've never played one of those. And then during this competition, I've played about eight. So yeah, I gave this a 65 out of a hundred. I gave it a 64. I gave it a 40. Sorry. <laughs> no apologies. No apologies. Oops, I put that in the wrong spot. All right. What do we got next? Next game is make... Make a level? Make a level. See, on my notes it says make levels, but... Okay, let's make, do make, make a, a level. level. Yeah. But monsters go boom. All right. Pulling that up. So this one... Is- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit back on this one and let you guys do this one. Uh-oh. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm very curious what that means. Um, I, I'm, I I'm curious. I'm curious. I didn't cool. quite get this one all the way. The only notes I have are nice black and white screens. I thought the screens were... I, I like the monochrome motif on it. Um, I, I said just one level? Question mark. <laughs> and I, there's no sound. So, That's, those are the notes I took. So essentially what I, what I found this to be, although I didn't take the time to learn it, yeah, the, the the he moves well, the graphics are great, but I think the concept is, here's a starter level, and then you can go in there and edit and make your own level and save it. So this is more of a game-making, um, you know, construction kit, if you will, which is do you want me to, Do you want me to put on what I, what I wrote down? I do now, yes. Now you've got me curious. Yeah. <laughs> so this feels more of a proof of concept than a game. It does have some pre-defined levels, but... Uh, in it but uh, more made as a game as you can make up your own so in other words it's got level ideas great idea and proof of what can be done in 4k out of the box um uh, but not necessarily one for me i'm afraid yeah it's like a, it's like a construction set kind of like they yeah, used yeah. to have on 64 i would almost call it the uh, commodore 64 pico 8 construction set because it looks very pico 80 yeah um yeah i think it's a cool concept but as a game which is what I'm reading it on. I gave it a 55%. I gave it a 50. I gave it a 45. 55, 50, and 45. Easy math there. Speaking of math. Mm-hmm. Meteor math Segway. by Fan Collector 1980. Meteor math. Oh, I could swear you just said meteor maths. <laughs> meteor maths. <laughs> That's the UK version. I'm gonna, so I'm gonna pull. An, I'm gonna pull a uh, Tim. I want to sit back and hear you guys your take on this one. 
So is this does this one run in NTSC or PAL? Because um, because that would decide the name, wouldn't it? Exactly. I <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Must um, be NTSC because it's math. <laughs> so I had more fun with this one than I should have. Because <laughs> um, I was playing it, and it's it's basically a scrolling where the meteors are coming down the screen at you like a shmup, like a very slow shmup, and. You have to, and, and all the meteors that come down have a number on them. And on the right is a multiplication problem, like seven times five. And you have to pick the answer and you have to shoot that meteor. Um, By the way, it's really hard to do when people are watching you and judging your, your math capabilities. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so if you ever, first, kudos, Cody. Kudos. <laughs> if you see me crash and die for no reason, it's because I didn't want to get it wrong. So I, I just going to fake wanna, it. I don't want to do, do that some. <laughs> so when I first loaded this up, I was like, oh, it's like basic multiplication. This is kind of silly. Um, who wants to do math on their day off? Um, but the truth is I started really digging this. I started having a lot of fun with it. So I don't know. I, I actually enjoyed playing this. <laughs> Tim. Um, yeah, I'm kind of with Eric on that. I, I probably enjoyed it a little bit more than I should have, I guess. Cause it, it, well, I mean, it's, it's quite basic, but what I, what I did kind of like is I think there's a little bit of inspiration from the shoot 'em up aspect in the level, in the actual design from Terra Cresta. I don't know if you played that on oh, the yeah. 64 yeah. before. Um, and it's kind of a little bit, the, the graphics and the character set very much, very Terra Cresta. Oh, I played um, the arcade. So- I haven't played the, uh, commodore version but all right oh you ought to give the commodore version a go 64 version it's pretty good version um anyway yeah so i i quite enjoyed it um it's you know it's very very simple basic concept um but yeah i i quite like this one i when i played this i felt like i was back in elementary school and like math blaster and games like that like it's definitely Mm -hmm. edutainment And um, I also realized that I need to work on my single-digit multiplication. So this is a good way to to keep doing that. And like Eric, I think I I put a good 25 minutes into this game. Um, I'm going to get Danica to play this. And it did get... Yeah, I mean, honestly, my girls would probably love it. Um, And as you went further in levels, the meteors started wiggling and doing coming down at angles. and So there is more than just a math problem. There's gameplay in there. Um, I gave it a 75... (laughs) That was great. I gave it a solid seventy-five as well. Tim, uh, I gave it a, I gave it a sixty. Oh, I knew he was going to do it. I knew he was going to do it. Give <laughs> it a ten times six. <laughs> ten, ten times, times six. Ah, uh, all right. That was fun. That was unexpected. That's what I love about this yeah. competition. There's a lot of unexpected stuff, as we'll be exactly. getting to. So the uh, next one is Mini Dan Maku sixty-four by. Cogitaire computing? Is that Cogitaire? So I put I put for this one I'll buy <clears> it. Uh, bullet hell boss shooter. Find a path through the constant stream of bullets and blow up the boss. Nice presentation and okay gameplay. I saw pictures of this and I had super high hopes. I love manic, you know, boss battle shooters like we talked about Dreadnought Factor last time on the last mm-hmm. episode for the um uh for the uh shoot i'm blanking on <laughs> that was a not a coco game in television and what did we just play that on atari 800 sorry 8-bit ataris anyways um 
Yeah, the, the bosses were large, but they were kind of just like blown up small gra- graphics, which is fine. Um, I actually thought the bullet patterns were kind of cool. The problem with this game is the bullet pattern never changes, um, which is fine, except when the boss moves back and forth, the bullet pattern still comes from the same point in the screen. So you literally sit there. Once you're safe, you're, you're safe. You just sit there and smash your button over and over and over and over again until the boss dies, which takes yep. 300 shots gonna say that's that's the thing it's not just that you can sit there it's just you've got it it's an endurance isn't it it is <laughs> um with a few tweaks this could have been a lot better if the boss moved around more and if the bullets came from where the boss was at that point in time then you'd have to move and attack it and some less shooting i think this could have high potential but as it is uh it's pretty subpar honestly unfortunately yeah I mean, I, I am, I'm amazed they could fit something like this in 4K. It's another one of those games. Like, wow, it's pretty interesting. Um, it's got solid music, um, fast sprites. Um, I, I, but you're right. The gameplay was just kind of lacking for me. I gave it a 45. I gave it a 50. I gave it a 55. Yeah, we've done that before. <laughs> All right, we are about uh, almost two-thirds done, guys. We're doing all right. Yep. What, what do we got next? Let's keep on rolling. Next one is Orcapult by Puddlesoft, and this is by our good buddy Ant Stiller, Anthony Stiller. Say it with confidence. Orcapult. Orcapult. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, this, is one, this is one you have to read the manual for sure if you're going to play yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I tried it without and uh, quickly went and pulled that up. Do you want me to read some blurb about this one? Go for Please. it. Get ready to launch them orcs to destroy the castle walls. Aim is to load up your catapult with an orc and fling him at the wall and try to knock it down. Also, try to get the orc to the top of the tower where he can land and do maximum damage. Great little game from Antstiller, making the orcs go splat. Splat. And splat they do. Yes, they, they do. And that was a good description. I couldn't have done any better, Tim. <laughs> so it's interesting. The uh, the interaction with this game is a mouse pointer. Yeah. Um, which was it's rather slow, and that kind of ham- hampered some of my enjoyment of it. And you kind of, we learned eventually, you kind of prod the uh, orc to jump into your catapult, and then you have to take the little wind-up thing and, and roll it back to build tension, and then you release him. And try to get him and then to go splat, and or, or or he goes into the top of the castle, which gets you more points. Um, yeah, that's it. Oh, see, I went too far. Um, and I guess the see, and sometimes he jumps in and out of the catapult, and you have to release him when he's in it. Yeah, you got to then prod him to get him back into the catapult. Oh, you got him on. Oh, did you get him on the top? No, he no, he's, he went. Down. He went splat as well there. <laughs> Uh, let me pop them in here. So I guess the flags in the background show the wind that can help you get in there. So you can kind of wait until it's blowing the right direction. Yeah, it's not the right direction. So I, I, I didn't even see those flags. I was just too busy flinging orcs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, definitely a very creative game. Um, you have a rage meter that builds up as your orcs get taken out by rocks being flung at you from the opponent's castle. When he says we, that means you've done it well and he's gotten a good... Um, I don't know, you launched them at the right time. I couldn't get a, a great hang of this game. Um, I felt like it was more busy work and hope than st- skill. Um, funny concept, 
but I also found the uh, there's a static noise for music and a, this whiny alarm sound um, that kind of was a little bit grating. I wanted to like this more than I did. I'll just be honest. That's that's my review. I gave it a 75 out of 100. Tim? I gave it an 80. Wow, you really you did enjoy it, huh? Yeah. I, to enjoy. I gave it a 68. Okay. So there's yeah. our score for Orcapult. Next game is called Parking Ticket by Rob. 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 Come on then, Eric. You can you can go with this one. Let me see what I got for my notes. I don't remember well, it's a, this it's one. It's a puzzle too, game. Too. That's why I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, it's, it's a puzzle, puzzle game. game. <laughs> puzzle type Tetris game. Interesting dynamics. It has music. Uh, those are my notes. I'm not a big puzzle game fan, but I did enjoy playing this one for a little while. Um, so that is that. Okay. I got um, puzzler game. Aim is to park the cars that come out in order to match up and get four colors in a line. Is that right, Eric? That is right. Yeah. The number of cars that come out at a time varies. You switch the, the direction of the cars around to fit in the space in the correct way to make a line of cars of the same color. And yeah, I mean, it's, it, isn't it? It's got some pretty interesting dynamics. I mean, it, it's almost like a snake game in, in a little bit uh, where your cars come out in a row, but you can control the direction they're going. It's a snake tris, uh, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, your, your line of cars comes from the bottom right, and then you can kind of drive them around. You can also press, press opposite the way they're going to make the lead car the caboose, if you will. So, like, right now I'm going back and forth with this red and yellow train. So if I go that way, now the yellow car is in the front. And then I can also, like, turn them in there and pause it. You'd have to see what I'm doing here, but you can find ways to put the car colors where you want them to go. And it takes some some thinking, which I screwed that one up. Yeah, so um, you kind of got a big grid on the screen, which is almost like a big car park, isn't it? And then you've got to um, maneuver the, the 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 train of cars, as it were, for the want of a better word, um, around the car park um, and park them in the space in order of colours. Absolutely. Um, there's And it does show you what's coming up next, so you can kind of do some planning um, and how many combos you have and points that's it now i love like falling block puzzle games which this would i mean it's not falling block it's a driving trains around puzzle game but i love this style of of, you know puzzle game and this is a take i've never seen before and i thought it was brilliant i don't know if this is based off of anything that exists or not um i do want to see a full version of this because it's 4k this is probably maxed out but if they could make a version of this game where you try to hit certain goals or there's certain speeds or, you know, kind of make it like Tetris or Dr. Mario where there's different levels or goals that you're trying to achieve, I would buy this in a heartbeat. I love this game. Cool. I gave it, I gave it 70 out of 100. I gave it 69 out of 100. Ooh. 70, 69, and I gave it an 88. And you guys, are, and you guys are wrong. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I, I, I think uh, this is where Eric and I si- uh, are similar in the fact that we're not massive fan of puzzler games, um, but I can appreciate the the individualis- individu- uh, individuality of that game. Like you say, yeah. it's 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 relatively unique, isn't it? So yep. yeah. yeah. Well, and I'm not a fan of you know one solution puzzle games, but I love anyways like action puzzlers, I guess, which is what that would be. Number the twenty-five. Yep. Let's game. The next game is called Plazzle by Gerp. G O E R P. That's his second. Gerp. The second game this individual has made. Correct. On this list. Oops. So someone else is going to have to describe this one. Uh, I I put Plazzle. No idea! Exclamation point. Really? <laughs> my, my notes are pretty boot screen. Nice music. No idea what I'm supposed to do. Really. <laughs> Well, yeah. I just I just beat level one here. It's a it's just so there's these really cool trance music with these really cool um, backgrounds, and yeah. it's it's a sliding block puzzle game. You just try to slide it, but it's mo- constantly moving. So instead of you're making one image, you're just trying to complete the uh, the moving video basically. Um, oh, so that's all I'm doing fun. here. How uh, fun! How fun! Ten out of a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is this is a game. <laughs> that, I love you, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, this is a, a game, and it is a game. It's just a sliding no block. This is just a sliding block puzzle game. That's all it is. So I don't disagree with you. But on this, th- I'll say th- it's pretty. I mean, I do like the. I do like the graph. It's almost like a demo. I mean, it looks. The yeah. graphics are really cool. I didn't find any any substantial gameplay element in this game. So if you had played it or learned how to play it far enough, what you would have noticed, even though I'm not trying to prove you wrong or anything, sure. is that, no, right. is that the, pu- the sliding block puzzles are, you know, and this one, it's a whole bunch of vertical lines and later I on see, it becomes so. all kind it, it changes constantly. It's very, yeah. And it's all kinds okay. of crazy algorithms that create the, the, if you look at this, all of the, um, the art you're looking at is, is text like of different, yeah, text yeah. of different colors. I think it was you know pretty what cool. This reminds me of is um, uh, those. Uh, what did they? What did they call them? The things that you used to have to stare at to find the image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, magic eye. Uh, the, oh, I can't. What was they called? We called them magic eye puzzles over here. Magic Ma- eyes. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I used to st- sit, stand there, and stare at those things for <laughs> a minute. I couldn't see like, anything at all. And you drool, <laughs> and your friends would be like, "Do you see it?" And eventually, you just yeah. you're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." No, it's really cool. It's really cool. Just Liar. to say that you saw it, but you didn't, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm actually looking at my score here, and uh, I think I might have gone a little too high, to be honest, but I did enjoy it. I thought it was really impressive, and I think I gave yeah. it more, more points than I've been telling myself I would for technical merit. Uh, I, gave it, I gave it an 83. I gave it 10. Yep. Tim? Um, I, for, I, 40. 40. I... <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I, I'm guessing you said 40. That just seems like a Tim score. Exactly. Exactly that. Yeah. I, really? <laughs> I, I, I like the, the feel of it, you know, the, the, the presentation, the music, and, and the, the, the demo-y feel. But, yeah, I, I, I'm with Eric. I didn't really get the game. Um, yeah. And even if you did, you'd be like, oh, sliding block puzzle game. Gotcha. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Another puzzle game. Rainbow Edge Run by Gear... Strom. This is, this is our final 10 here. 
All right, what do you guys think about this bad boy? This was an isometric runner uh, that had some sound and music to it. You're going to collect the yellow dots and avoid black holes. Um, the music goes faster as the game goes on, which I found kind of interesting. Um, and you can jump. Yeah. <laughs> I, that. I, I jumped. I really love this game. I'm sorry. Maybe it's just How me and my you? simplistic, colorful brain. <laughs> but I, 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 I love this. <laughs> I, I enjoyed playing it. I thought it was a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, so, there's not a ton to the game. I mean, it's not the most complicated game, but if for 4K, it was it entertained me for a good 10, 15 minutes. Yep, yep, absolutely. <laughs> uh, which is all Eric uh, plays of, you know, $60 games like Far Cry. He just, you know, now, move, uh, move on no, to the next one. <laughs> I've seen every Far Cry I've gotten, so... Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it is interesting because you're literally running on... It says Rainbow's Edge. There's this rainbow running down the middle of the screen that takes up like 20% of the screen, and you're literally, literally just running back and forth on the red portion of that, which maybe takes up, a, it's a little larger, but 10% of the screen. So it's a very small playing area. Right. I do like that you collect coins rather than just avoid stuff. That's cool. Um, and I like how the uh, rainbow moves back and forth, so it kind of has a 3D feel to it, which is cool. But ultimately, meh. That's my opinion. Meh. I gave it a 69 out of 100. <laughs> I got. I also gave it a sixty nine out of a hundred. Wow! <laughs> yeah, interesting. I I gave this an eighty six. You would. Wow. <laughs> you would. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me write these down here. Go so the, Rainbow Edge Run. <laughs> if you convert uh, pounds to dollars, that's about we're about the, all the same score. <laughs> you said eighty six. You said right. Yeah, eighty six. All right. Right in euros, that would be. Well, it depends yeah, what we're right. what we're Euro, looking at Euro today. Is, 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 well, if you're talking pound to euro, it's pretty much almost one to one these days. It's awful. I think it's great. <laughs> I get I can get stuff over there without having to do too much maths. <laughs> Next game is Rescue sixty four by Syed. Syed Syed. Uh, yeah, S Y E D. Yeah, Syed. I'd say Syed. Syed, yeah. Or Saeed. So this is if you have you guys played uh I'm sure you've played a game like this before, but it's basically a, a copy, a port, a whatever you want to call it, a, a clone of Fire, which is a game and watch game. Yeah. And the game and watch game is very clicky and precise and accurate, and this game is not. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. The graphics are very uh uh rough. I would say you are there's people jumping out of a building because it's on fire and you're supposed to be moving the two guys at the bottom of the screen who are 60% mouth and 40% body. And um, you try to move the trampoline to bounce these guys further and further along the path until they safely land in the back of an ambulance. Um, Meanwhile, there's a guy floating in the sky somehow. I guess that's supposed to be like a perspective uh, who is spraying water from a fire hydrant onto the fire. Yep. And um, I put in my notes, Garish Graphics looks like a VIC-20 game, um, which I'm not trying to diss VIC-20, I'm just saying the graphics look like a VIC-20 game. Don't go there, Cody. Don't go there. <laughs> I you said went the, there. <laughs> uh, I said the beeps um, 
or do they do resemble a game and watch game? Uh, and the time is your score rather than how many bounces or lives you say. It's just basically how long you play is your score, which I thought was kind of yeah. weak. Hit yeah. detection was terrible. People fell through my trampoline all the time. Um, 38. Yeah, this, this, this personifies the crap in craptastic, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> again, you know, I, I, I know I can't do any better myself. I can't program games on a computer, unfortunately. I've tried. Um, but yes, um, as a game, I, I gave, I gave, I gave this a 45. Maybe high. that's high praise considering, but I, I, I don't know. Well, it but is yeah, a game. It a, yeah, it's, it's, it's a game. Yes. It is a game. I, I gave it, and I'm kind of surprised by my score, but I gave it a 50. Um, I don't know why I did, but I did. 50. <laughs> 50 Fair enough. On Nonetheless, um, we're going to find out that this was some like industry veteran that we just totally upset. And, uh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping it's uh, somebody who, like, this is their first or second game, or else they don't code very often, and they uh, figured out how to or, do a game in 4K, and they're like, that's good enough. Cool, we got something. But I'm glad you or, did it. I appreciate it. Yeah, it, it could just be that it just fits in the line of with, with the with the, with the craptastic style, yeah. doesn't it? I right. guess. But. And you don't know. Maybe he had the concept in mind, and he could make a really awesome style game, but he was like, I'm going to try to do that game that I have in my mind in 4K, and this is what you get. Yep, yeah. exactly, exactly. So the next game is Rodman Jr. by Misfit. By Misfit. Now, how have we heard of this guy before? Yes, we have. I played mm. some, some Rodman <laughs> games before and some Misfit games before. I think it's best if Tim describes this game. <laughs> um, okay, so this is my take on this one. <clears throat> Great fun in this 4K entry uh, to Rodman. Rodman Jr. needs to gobble up the dots and collect the bombs and avoid the monsters along the way. Junior is able to lay a well-timed bomb to blow up approaching monsters, but try not to blow Junior up at the same time. You must also save the bombs to blow up the gates to get to the next part of the level before you hit the top of the screen. Nice, chunky, colourful C64-style graphics. Great stuff. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, go ahead, go ahead I mean, Eric. Yeah, I don't have much more to add other than it. this by far is the one that I'm most amazed fits in 4K. Um, the graphics are really, really good. The gameplay is a lot of fun. It's challenging because the screen is constantly moving upwards. So you don't, you have to, you're highly motivated to keep moving down or else you're going to get trapped. Um, I love the concept. I think this is like probably even in 4k better than 50% of the Commodore 64 games out there. That, that is high praise. Um, where did, where's my notes? I'm too busy playing it here. Pretty and colorful vertical scrolling platformer with Bomberman bombs. <laughs> I'm sorry, not platformer, <laughs> Pac-Man. Uh, it's neat that it's quicker eating pellets. than once you've already eaten the pellets, there's kind of torn ground below you. Enemies eat your pellets, but not your bombs. Great Pac-Man style. Sounds like a... Uh, oh, the sounds kind of make a, tra- a soundtrack. I like all the sounds. There is no music, per se, but no. all the sounds together almost make a musical kind of background soundtrack anyway, so I don't feel like music is missing. Um, now, to, in, in full discretion, while this game was being made, we got to play a little bit of it and give a little bit of input. Um, so we kind of helped 
move this game towards stuff that we like. <laughs> so whether everybody agrees with this or not is is to their taste. I think the changes that were made, uh, this is much tighter than we originally played. It's, I think it's a great yeah. playing game. It's tighter. Um, I still don't think it's a perfect game, and I hope he does do a full version and that we can buy it on thefuturewithzapid.com, like his previous games. Um, I am hoping that the AI from the enemies is a little bit more predictable because I just I, I, I do feel like it gets to points where there's just no way by and yep. um, and you just kind of there's nothing you can do except for get run off the screen or die um, but yeah it's absolutely awesome and uh, with those few changes I think it could be a uh, an absolute Chrysler oh definitely definitely I gave it I a think, 92 out of 100 I think this, this gets the golden flush for me <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I'm going to go 93. Wow, though. Well, I'm going to give it an 84 at, in its current state because of the issue I mentioned. Uh, but I think it's absolutely awesome. Um, and it's going to get better. I'm sure he'll finish it up. It's every intention of doing that. Yeah, that's going to be cool. The next game is Snout About by Nick Sherman. I love this stuff. Dude. I love this. <laughs> I love the concept of it. Um <laughs> All right, go go for it, Tim. What is it? Um, my my detailed notes kind of tail off here a little bit, so I'm just back to my rough notes, unfortunately. So, um, Doggy has to sniff out his treats. <laughs> yeah. Uh, extend his nose using left and right, fire button to sniff to avoid the hammers, and sniff out the treats. I'm sorry, I love this game. <laughs> I mean, that's literally the treats fall from the sky. You're the dog with this huge snout. Um, and it looks hilarious. The graphics are really cool. However, the hit detection and the actual gameplay itself is, uh, it needs a lot more playtesting, but it's, it's hilarious looking. Yep. I had fun playing it, even with all of its little foibles. Um, I thought it was, was, was a solid, a solid game. I thought I had a blast. Look at his I, nose I do, sniffing. I, I love his I love his expressions on his face. He's looking at you and <laughs> it's great. It's, it's such a, That's such a, a lot polished. of character. Yeah, there's a lot of, lot of character, yeah. Like you say, there, there needs a little bit of uh, rounding the edges off and that sort of thing, but I think that's part of the character of the game as well, I guess. I uh, Yeah, I mean, the gameplay suffers. It's not a great... It's not a good... That's not a good game. It's a, it's a bad game, but the graphics and everything have so much character, I'm going to give it a lot of points for that. And uh, same thing, if this was tightened up, I would love a copy of it, so... However, that being said, it is a game... Uh, I'm going to give this the dreaded 38% as it is. Tim, I gave this a 75. What? I yep. gave this a 79. My goodness. Wow. So do you guys actually play the game? Like, I can't sniff yeah. more than two I, things. I can't I, sniff I, more I, than two I, things. No, I've I, 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 I played it for quite a while, actually. <laughs> you just okay. smirched the crap out of me. <laughs> Look, I can't. Don't, don't be smirch me like that. Did you play the game? No, 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 no. Like, like, son, were, son, you, were you capable of playing like the gameplay? Because, like, all I do is try to sniff something and die over and over again. That's that's the game to me. I've got one there, and now I got I got three that time. Don't oh, you got to avoid those axes? See, maybe maybe Cody's sniffing out a problem that isn't actually in the game. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I don't get it. Don't uh, hit the axes. What is that? Is that a sock? Do I sniff the sock? Yeah, sniff yeah. the sock. But don't don't hit the axe. So don't just yeah, avoid just, the, just avoid those. Avoid the axes and sniff everything. Avoid axes. But you there can't you let go. them. So okay. Yeah. So I only want socks and food. That's right. 
All right. All right. You know what? I'm going to revise my score. There's a game here. I was playing it wrong. Um, <laughs> I'm going to revise my score. Here's this. I don't know why you sniffed a sock. Well, um, it's, they're delicious. <laughs> are there levels or just number keeps going up and that's it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Just, have, just score. Tim likes it, so I could have guessed that. <laughs> Tim likes his simple, simple game. Oh, my snout. Yeah, too right. I just got my <laughs> snout, my snout cut. All right, I'm going to revise my... important in 4K games. I'm going to give it a 68. It's a game there. So okay. I'm going to give it a 68, guys. Okay. It's revised go. on the show. What's next? We're coming to the home stretch here. Yep. The next game is Spunk versus The Rest. Twain Pain Games. Twain Pain Games! This game looks amazing. Do you guys remember this one? I'll be honest, I don't remember this one an awful lot. It looks absolutely amazing. You are a skunk, uh, and you basically are trying to race another animal. Now, the other animal changes throughout each race. Here we go. Oh, yes, I remember now, yeah. And it looks cool. uh, There's like, I don't know if you want to call it parallax, or what do you call that? It is is parallax, yeah. Force perspective. Mm -hmm. Oh, I have to hold hold the button down. That's right. Um, And all you do is basically race... The other woodland animal, you're a purple skunk. You try to get food, and there's food hidden around here, but see what just happened there? That happens constantly, and you get stuck on rocks and trees. And once you yep. get stuck, it's really hard to get off. That's right. Um, ah, this game had you know, technical merit. It looks amazing. I was so excited. Even the simple concept would be great. I just need them to program the fact that you get physically stuck on things. If you, like, if you ran into it and stopped, and you could press up or down to go above or below it and keep going... That would be different, but you like actually get stick to it like glue. Yep, I mean I, I agree with everything you said. I just had trouble with the controls. I, I played it on my Ultimate sixty four and a real sixty four, and the controls just didn't feel right to me. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I get the concept of holding the button down, but it, it just something wasn't right about the controls. Yeah, aesthetically, it's a nice game, um, but I'm I'm there with you. I found it a bit frustrating with the controls. I hate to give it a low score, and I probably gave it too high of a score just because I was so enamored by the look of it and the sound of it mm-hmm. and the character. But it was there was no gameplay, unfortunately. Uh, Fifty-two. I gave it a sixty-five. Oh, I wow. gave it a sixty-two. All right, five to go. Five to go. actually no, we have to come back to this other one. So seven to go. Seven to go. I'm sorry. Stacks by Derek. Okay. The notes I have for stacks say grab bricks and fix the buildings. Um, tokens scare away the birds. It's a fun game. Basic sound effects. Yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a game that kind of wants to be like a Fix-It Felix or kind of one of those classic arcade games that never existed. Um, yeah. And I would say that it's very tight. The controls are tight. The mm-hmm. I love the graphics. It looks very of the era. It almost looks yeah. like a mixture between... Uh, Donkey Kong and um, uh, uh, Minor 2049er <laughs> to me. And yeah, there's a three smokestacks, and you grab bricks from one side of the screen, run up ladders, and fix the broken bricks in the smokestack while these birds are going back and forth. Um, I actually enjoyed the gameplay. The levels are all like exactly the same. The birds didn't seem to get that much faster. Um, and then these little P coins will fall every once in a while. If you pick that up, you become invincible for a few seconds. And I actually played this for a long time before I realized it wasn't going to end, and it kind of began <laughs> began to drone, unfortunately. Yeah. 
But I think with a few uh, a few gameplay tweaks, this could be a great game. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this one. I quite quite liked it. Like like you say, it's kind of you know you you get the first sort of like five ten minutes into it, and it's like yeah okay, I I get it. It's it's a nice game. Um, pretty much the same stuff over and over again. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I enjoyed it. It's nice, nice, colorful little game. I gave this one an eighty-eight. Ooh, that's really high. Yeah. Mm. I gave, on, it, Cody. I gave it an 81. Yeah. I gave it 72. Yeah. Oh, he's playing spoiler, Tim. Uh, <laughs> except for that one time I did. The next, next game is yes. Star Lair by Malcontent. Star Lair. Who wants to explain this one? I think you should, Cody. I think you spent a lot of time on this one because I saw you hand drew a map, right? Yeah. This one is my Chrysler of the competition. <laughs> um, I loved this game. <laughs> yeah. So Star Lair is essentially a Metroid style game, but with jetpack controls. Uh, you're you're a little dude. Here he is. And you shoot things, and you go between, you know, it's a, a flick screen, where you go back and forth between screens, and each time you go on a screen, there's an enemies there, and if you go off the screen and come back, the enemies come back. Uh, but it's got that jetpack control where up kind of makes you float, and if you let go, gravity pulls you down, uh, left and right, and you basically have these gates that you need to find keys for. So the best way to do that is to basically go to each screen, pause the well, not pause the game, kill all the enemies, and then wait, draw it on a map, and you end up drawing a full map of the whole level, which I love. And um, you basically want to get through the entire map, get all the keys, unlock all the gates so that you can get to the final... I actually have not beaten this because it's, I've, even though I've mapped out everything, I can't quite get to the final room. Um, as you can see, I'm just getting into it here. I'm not even talking full sentences anymore because I'm enjoying this so much. <laughs> I just I spent I spent uh, I've played tried to play through it four times now, and each time took me about thirty to forty minutes. So I put hours into this, this which is, is great for a four K game. That's pretty amazing. The fact I, that I, this I, is four K is nuts. I, exactly, I can't believe this is a four K game. This is just it's very 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 good, isn't it? It's just wow, yeah. Yeah, there's not too much muscle. I mean, it really feels like um, level design feels a lot like the original Metroid to me, and then mixed with jetpack, and that's what it is. Hmm. Um, to me, it kind it. of uh, one of the games like uh, of this genre that I really liked in the eight bit era was Starquake. Um, yeah, and it, as soon as it loaded up, I kind of like got that vibe, and that just had me straight away because I absolutely love Starquake, um, and this kind of got that that feel about it, and uh, yeah. Brilliant. Oh, really, yep. really good. The other thing I didn't mention about it, I, I, I forgot. Um, it actually feels, first of all, it feels kind of spectrum-y because it's kind of got the black backgrounds and kind of the simple sprites. But um, the atmospheric sounds that are made, there's no there's no music, but there shouldn't be. You, you mm-hmm. feel like you're in a space. Uh, there's these weird sound effects that have weird like echoes and, and reverbs and... Um, it just kind of creep me, creepy space atmosphere. Even your laser goes like bleep, 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 bleep. Like, <laughs> exactly, and that's that's that's, oh, that's so that, good. That's the Starquake feel again as well. You know, yep. there was no music in Starquake. It was the bleep, 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 or you know, real spectrumy style atmospheric beeping sound. Brilliant. Yep, I gave it a ninety-four. 
I gave it a 90. I gave it a 91. Mm-hmm. All right. Who wants, who wants to introduce this next game? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, on, I'll, man. I'll, I'll, I'll give it the title. It's SWID, S-W-I-D, from S. Mega Style. Swid. Which stands for Shower with Your Dad. Simulator. <laughs> Simulator. Shower with yeah. Your Dad. Swid. Yeah, simulator. So this is a port of a game that was released about five years ago, I want to say, on PC and Steam. Um, and it made a big splash there, obviously, for the subject matter. Um, it does sound shocking, but it is pretty innocent. There's three characters, um, and you get a pit, and they're just—they're clearly they have three different skin tones. And uh, who wants to describe the gameplay here? Not me. Not it. <laughs> <laughs> not, not I. <laughs> oh, it's but easy. Essentially, it's it, you—you're, um, I guess, the the son, and you are in a shower cubicle area, and Public you shower. have to. Yes, you have to find your father, so you have to match the 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 color of the skin tone to the color of the character that you chose at the start of the game. Yep. And they're, it's worth noting that their giblets are pixelated. <laughs> so in the real game, they are not. It's just like two or three pictures, depending on how well endowed they are. Um, <laughs> two or three pixels. But yeah, and then you can pick up things that like... Uh, make you faster or slower um in the real game there's all kinds of mini games and all kinds of stuff this is just the like, the basic gameplay um so shock value aside what did you think about it as a game i guess not aside that's part of it but yeah so this is I, this is uh this is another one by jamie fuller yeah okay and I, I i had fun playing it i mean it was if you just put all the content aside it's it's uh it's not a bad game to play it's a lot of fun i gave it an 85 Whee! I give I give it a sixty five. I thought the the gameplay itself is actually pretty uh, generic, but mm-hmm. but that it's a beautiful selection for a craptastic competition. It's the this is the yeah. fodder you want. Yeah, I, I gave it a seventy five. Look at that, right in the middle. <clears throat> All right, how about the next game by Malcontent? Yep, and the next game is Wir W Y R by Malcontent or W Y R. There it is. Opening it. Who wants to start with this one? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I so the, from until the game loads up here and I can re- spark my memory here. The notes I have it says bounce a ball through levels, nice music and sound. So this game is the original game that Malcontent made for the competition, okay. and then he liked the engine so much he went ahead and made Starlayer. Starlayer. Yep. Which okay. I thought was brilliant. So when I, I went in this order and played this one later. So I was very excited about it. And I see the game engine. You can see the backgrounds and the way the tiles are placed look the same. Yep. Uh, but this has kind of got that um, bouncy ball thing from, uh, is it Wizorb? What game is like it? Like Wizball. Wizball. Yeah. yeah. And I can't handle it. <laughs> yeah, I had a very, very hard time controlling this game to the point where it just wasn't that fun. I, I gave it credit for good graphics um, good sound, um, but I, I I didn't get very far in this. I think I only played it for about five or ten minutes. Yep, I'm exactly the same. Uh, found it really frustrating, and um, yeah, I mean, it, I guess without this game, we wouldn't have got Starlair. So there's there's, there's <laughs> that side of things to keep in mind. Um, 
but yeah it's it's not um it's it's not you know as as good as the uh star layer the follow-on so it's basically kudos to it for 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 bringing that starlet to the scene yeah there you go it's a bouncing ball slash platformer but puzzler because you try to get each of the four different colored balls which you can switch between to a, a central port point where you get them all together and i guess they like escape the planet or something i guess they're alive i don't know um but yeah it was unfortunately it was frustrating um I guess if you like this bouncing ball, like whiz ball style of thing, you probably like it more, but I can't, I don't. So, I mean, I love whiz ball. Don't get me wrong. Whiz Do ball you? is a fantastic game because you collect the power ups in whiz ball and then you get control of the ball properly in this game. As far as I know, you, you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. I gave this one a 50 out of a hundred. I gave it a 68. I gave it a 52. Wow. 50 as well, or 52? 52. <laughs> All right, moving on. Zapped in the butt by TND. <laughs> With two Zs, keep in mind. So it's very Zap Magazine throwback. Zapped we in the butt. One. We're missing two. We're doing the teleport two teleporter games last. Oh, right. Okay, cool. Oh, okay. Yep, you're right. Yep. So with this game... Um, I found a fatal flaw in this game, which mm-hmm. reduced my store my score about it dramatically. Oh yeah. Um, if in, in this game, um, well, somebody else described the gameplay, and then I'll describe the flaw here. Well, I think we all found the flaw immediately, but it's, okay. Uh, the graphics are great. It's basically yep. a side-scrolling shooter, but it doesn't scroll. But yep. you're you're a, a ship on the side of the screen. Yep. And you shoot basically space invaders that are falling, space invader style. And if they hit the towers at the ground, it destroys your tower, missile command yep. style. Correct. So it's kind of matched up between all three of those. And your only enemy is this guy at the top, this spaceship thing that just goes back and forth dropping bombs. But the bombs never drop on the sides of the screen. Yeah. And, and the thing is, if you hold, if you go to the far left of the screen, you hold fire, you can get through the first five levels with just holding the button down. Yep. Uh, oh, I didn't realize it went further. It, it got better. Um, I, I, I don't know because I, I, I was waiting so long. It just maybe maybe you could just hold it down forever. I think you can. I stopped playing. Oop, I finally did get killed there. What, uh, pretty much what I did is I stopped playing. So. Yeah. Yep. yeah, me too. Uh, every once in a while, the ship will drop the bomb on your ship. And if you don't move out of the way fast enough, then you'll blow up. So it, it doesn't go on forever, but it it's just it's just too easy. No challenge. I mean, it, there's no challenge to it, so um, I gave it a fifty out of a hundred. Fifty-three. I went. I went forty-five. Fifty, fifty-three, and forty-five. All right, two games left, and they are actually uh, revisions of the same game. Yep. Uh, one is called. Let's see. For lack of a better term here, let's see here. I have one that is Teleporter Ten, which is the. That one is the ten line basic game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's by Roman Werner. Yep, and that's the same guy that's done. Uh, he's done Frogs and Shooter before as well, which are two good little games on the sixty four. Oh, I haven't. Pl- I've have not played those. Yeah, it took me a while to figure out the gist of this game, but once I got it, I got it. But um, go ahead, Tim. Why don't you explain it? Um, yeah. So this one. Um, where are my notes on that one? I don't think I've got any notes. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, very simple. Guide X through the teleporter. 
track to the end path shows for a brief time then goes black remember the route to teleport so you basically you've got to get x which is literally an x on the screen um through the teleporter which is an o and to the other end um and you have to guide the x down through the path and you've got to you get about 10 15 seconds to memorize the path um, and then it disappears and then you've got to move the joystick left, right, up, down um, yep. to guide him through the path to get to the uh, other end of the teleporter. Very simple concept, but quite an addictive little game, actually. Yeah, there was a game like this. I don't remember what it was that had a little mini game that was basically the same game. I wish I could remember it. But um, yeah, I mean, it, and the, the nice thing about it is that this game is fits in 10 lines of basic code. That's pretty amazing to me. Yeah, it, it is cool. The hard part about the gameplay to me is that you see these lines, you don't see distinctions between the chunks of line. So you kind of have to estimate how many times you're going to press over. Like, that's roughly an inch and a half. That's roughly an inch and a half. So that's going to be two places over. Um, it's all right. Yep. That's all I have to um, say about it. I got bored with it pretty quick. So I gave this one a 55 out of 100. I gave it a 62. I gave it a 65. All right. And then... So the next game is the same game, but fleshed out into a more... With more appropriate graphics. Um, it has music and sound. Um, it's called Teleporter 64. Still fits in 4K. Um, but we don't really need to go into the gameplay. It's pretty much the same play. Same game. Now you say that, um, but I think the implementation, the graphics, and the timing... Um, trying to pull it up here to remember what it looks like. I actually gave this a lower score. I found it much more difficult to play and not as enjoyable. Exactly. Exactly. I'm exactly with you there, Cody. I found this one frustrating as heck. Um, I just don't... It's just... How can the other game that's, you know, literally, you know, 10 lines of code or whatever it is, just be so much better than this one? And it's exactly the same concept, you know? It's it's just down to that programming skill again, I guess. Yeah. Oh, Okay. I gave it the same exact score because I thought it was uh, – I, I guess I guess in a way I agree with you guys because I gave it the same score. But what happened to me was the graphics and sound and everything made the score go up a little bit. But it, because it was more frustrating, it was harder for some reason to memorize where the teleport pattern was. The score went down quite a bit. So maybe I agree with you guys. Um, I gave it the same score, 55. 55. I gave it a 35. Okay. And I, I was spot on with Eric 55 because, you know, the graphics, the presentation's a bit nicer, all that sort of stuff. But, you know, I've still got to go with a higher score for a day in the, li- um, a day in the life, the, the previous one, because it was just, you know, a technical marvel, really, just to get it in those 10 lines or whatever it was, you know, just absolutely brilliant. Yeah, really enjoyed that other one. This one, not so much. So that's all the games, guys. How do you think about the overall crop? Uh, I thought it was amazing. Incredible. Yeah, it was really fun to play through them all. One thing we noted about a couple of the games, which I want to reiterate, is I love this contest because four or five of these games will make it to be full size games because the concepts are so good and it just shows you that a good game is a good game no matter what. Yeah. Uh, so I look forward in the next year that a couple of these games are just going to become full on cartridge or 
or full size memory games, which are just going to be amazing. And there's about 10 of them on here that I really want to see that happen to, honestly. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, they're and, close. And there's games that I just want to go back and play more, um, just even just as they are. And, yeah. you know, and, and again, jumping jalopy. Re- yeah. I keep reiterating this point, you know, no matter what we say on here, it's still amazing that any of these games exist in 4k no matter what um so we've we've always got to keep that in mind um so you know high praise for that side of things but we've still got to take it as it's a game you put it out you put it in a competition this is what we're here to do to you know to 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 evaluate those games so you know we we, we're trying to be as fair as we can um but we still got to remember that it's amazing effort from everyone um to to a lot of people burning their own time obviously no one's getting paid for doing any of these games it's all all freebie stuff okay some of them like we say are kind of like you know where they've got the basis of the game which they're going to take on to maybe go into a commercial game um but that being said you know uh, you know kudos to everyone thank you very much for all your efforts on these games i enjoyed every single one in terms of just going through and having the experience and and playing them as 4k games so thank you very much to absolutely that put put the game forward into the competition we at pixel again thank you um so real quick i'm gonna pause this we'll take a quick potty break i'm gonna do some calculations we'll come back with our top 10 and then we will sign off all right, we are back after um, alleviating various pressures that come from podcasting for two hours, and we have our <laughs> <And> top beer <laughs> and drinking beer, and we have our top ten gentlemen. Would you like to hear what they are? <clears throat> Please, yes, um, let's go. I, I think you guys didn't do the maths in your head, so you're going to be genuinely uh, surprised and excited to hear these. All right, in tenth place, an amazing game. I wanted it higher. I'm not going to lie, but Blockheads by Carlton Handley in nine, which I thought is way lower than I thought it would be, but we can blame one person for that, is Albert by Derek. (laughs) In eighth place, we have Avoid by James, and that's Fuller. (laughs) I thought that'd be a bit higher, but there we go. I know, same here. Uh, In a similar note, also by James, in seventh place is Dots, which was one of the top games for me. Uh, I like to explain why it's not as high as I want it to be. In sixth place, by Mega Style, it is actually Flappy Space, which is much higher than I thought it would end up. Um, all right, here's our top five, gentlemen. <clears throat> Who wants to say the numbers? Tim, say number five. Five is Fall by Mega Style. Wow, cool. Four. You was ear by design slash chaos. And in three Jumpin' Jalopies by wow. Mega Style. Nice. <laughs> now I will say there is a big jump here in point value to the number two, which is And number two is Rodman Jr. by Misfit. Wow. Which means number one is Starlayer. Starlay, yeah. <laughs> Which is our Sizzler of the Month with a 91 and two-thirds percentage score. Craptastic score. Crap the rating. double flush. <laughs> but yeah, Misfit and uh, Malcontent have the top two games there very close in the uh, in the ratings here. So, Well, I'm, I'm glad I wore my Rodman t-shirt just for that. 
I, it's going to be interesting to see how these this top ten like matches up to the real contest. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, cool. So at this point, the listeners uh, should know our next episode comes out on the 30th. We're hoping uh, you guys tell all your friends about the show. We love doing this. We love talking games. We'd love to hear your input. Uh, listen to the show notes at the end. And um, so you can contact us. And any last words before we depart, gentlemen? Uh, just thank you again to everyone that entered the competition and thank you to reset 64 uh for organizing it and i know there's a lot of sponsors behind this one so thank you to all those guys and uh yeah brilliant i will say ditto ditto just ditto well it's the end of an episode which means we all say together in unison it's It's dangerous dangerous to to go go alone. alone Thank you again for listening. You can find episode information and show notes online at pixelguiden.com. Please follow us on Twitter at pixel underscore guiden. And you can also follow Eric at the project. That's D-U-H project. You can also follow Cody on Twitter at oddball49. That's O-D-D-B-A-1149. Please leave a review to help get our podcast listed higher up on the show rankings. We would also love to hear from you with any comments or input. So hit us up on our email at podcast at pixelguiden.com.